Hello and welcome to episode two of The Whole Nine Yards. I'm Keaton Smith alongside Brock Krusky and joining us soon will be Draven Bridgman. Now we are going into week three of the NFL season. Last night to kick off week three we had the Steelers and the Cleveland Browns an AFC North division matchup and I'm already 0-1 in my game picks for the week. I had the Steelers they had they ended up losing 17 to 29 and the Cleveland Browns are now 2 and 1. So if you want to go ahead and give your thoughts a little bit Brock, uh, you can go right ahead. Um I I picked the Browns to win this game. Uh, in my in my honest opinion, I I kind of called it from the beginning that the Steelers offense was just not going to come out and play. They haven't done it for 3 weeks. Um it, but with that being said, they did look a little bit more in sync in this game. Uh Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator, definitely had a better pace and was mixing up play call and things like that. He was able to get some of his receivers to make bigger plays. Um, yeah, that George Pickens pick catch, was, that was it wild. It was probably the second best catch I've ever seen live. Yeah. Um, but uh, he got Deontay Johnson involved quite early, um, and, that, that's, and that's good for the development. But at this point in time, the Steelers had to be worried just because yeah. you have such a great defense. Even with T.J. Watt not on the field, that defense is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um and it just folded last night. And offensively, it's been like they're walking on one leg. And it kind of, it's it, Mitch Trubisky. I, I don't want to say he's holding back, but he's definitely not opening things up for his receivers at all. Yeah, I agree. So, I guess I just don't get the point in drafting a 24-year-old rookie quarterback and then not playing him, and but then signing a another quarterback like Mitch Trubisky, someone who's kind of been passed around already and is just his few years in the league to not. And you don't even start the quarterback that you drafted. Um, for me now, I guess it's just what do you have to lose if you're the Steelers? Because you're one and two, your offense isn't clicking. Your defense is playoff caliber, but um, you're not going to get TJ Watt back for a while. So I just don't understand, I guess, why, what the reason behind uh, Kenny Pickett not getting any playing time is. Are you a fan? Or are you against or for that? Well, I mean, there's a lot of coaches trying to do something that happened a while ago, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs drafted Patrick Mahomes, and it's kind of the Patrick Mahomes effect. You sit him behind a veteran quarterback for a season, and then they go in. We've seen it with Trey Lance. That that, that didn't necessarily, or we've yet to see that, and we probably won't see that for a while. It really hasn't worked out. And yeah. yeah, I'm guessing that's what they're trying to do with Pickett. But he he's he's old enough at this point that he could probably do things on his own. But with Pickett's arm strength, I, I don't see the reason why you wouldn't want to put him in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, all these teams trying to do what the Chiefs did with Alex Smith and Pat Mahomes. I guess just the all the the quarterbacks that these players are sitting behind are just not as intelligent and as. I guess just smart with the football as Alex Smith was. Alex Smith was always, you know, the check down guy. He, he made smart reads. And he, he was, I think he was a, a pro bowler in that last year that he was with us. But um, nothing special, nothing crazy. But I these guys that they're sitting behind are just even worse, in my opinion, and not really not really someone I guess you should be taking notes from. I mean, they're, they're solid quarterbacks. Like, Mr. Bisky can be a solid quarterback, but it's just not someone that I don't know if you're going to learn a whole lot from, especially if you're yeah at, pick it. at the beginning of the season, I was definitely somebody that believed in Mr. Trubisky. I thought he was able to open the offense, but after two yeah. weeks, like I, I, it, 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 you could say it's an overreaction, but I'm, I'm already done watching it. He just doesn't throw the football well. Yeah. On the flip side, though, I think the Browns definitely look good. Um, I think they should be excited when Deshaun Watson comes back because if they keep that offense looking that way, 
uh, until he returns, there he's gonna uh, Watson. Watson's gonna be in a good spot to probably take him to the playoffs. Yeah, uh, that is that's very true. If they keep grinding out these wins, uh, that'd be a very good place for Deshaun Watson. So we go ahead and move to a little bit of our power rankings here. So we all three came up with our own power rankings, and we sort of combined them based off a point system. And this is our our group power rankings. So I know we have Bills one. Chiefs 2, Eagles 3, all, the, all three of those teams have looked very good so far. And I don't have the list, so if you want to go ahead and start naming them off little by little. Yeah, so the first, and, and this is this is the first top three, He, he uh, Keaton kind of said it, it was unanimous. The number one yeah. team on our power rankings were the Buffalo Bills. Um, I, I don't think you can cheat this out. We're all Chiefs fans here, maybe, except for Draven. He's a Seahawks fan. Right. Um, but it's hard to accept that the Bills are not the, the best, best team in the league. Yeah. They are. They've dominated every level of the game. Um, the only real issue is probably their their rushing game. It's still not that great yet, and that's the one thing that they need to improve upon. But everything else it looks great. Number two, we had the Kansas City Chiefs. We think that that was uh, everyone against that. That was consensus. Everyone thinks they looked great. Uh, Obviously, Patrick Mahomes had to clean things up, but the rushing offense is looking better, and that's just kind of how we graded that. Yeah, even with Pat Mahomes not playing his best game, we still found a way to beat one of the better teams in the league in the Chargers. So Yeah, the defense is improving as well. Number three, this is, this is kind of a shocker to me. I had this team. This is consensus. The number three, the third best team in the NFL, according to the whole nine yards, is the Philadelphia Eagles. And that's – I think that is – accurate just because we just saw how dominant they were yeah very Jalen Hurts is that guy I'm not gonna sugarcoat it he is definitely on the verge of of top 10 quarterback status he's he's he the fact yeah. that he can control the game with his legs and with great arm strength he's is so efficient right now yes and I, I had him coming in or I had him ending the season as a top 10 quarterback he may even finish higher at this rate he's he's been very good uh, there's still concerns on whether or not Miles Sanders is going to show up. I mean, it's kind of been a couple seasons coming. Defensively, I honestly think the Vikings' play call was it was atrocious. Um, I think the fact that he didn't that Justin Jefferson wasn't allowed to challenge Darius Slay deep and didn't allow or that uh, Kevin O'Connell didn't allow Justin Jefferson to portray his strengths after flourishing with them the week before against the Packers really killed the Vikings, and it made Darius Slay look good. Believe me when I say this, Darius Slay is not the best cornerback in the NFL. Don't overhype a two-interception game, almost three interceptions. The fact of the matter is, all Justin Jefferson was doing in that game was short little hitch routes and, and quick slants. Which is not his game. If he gets out into open space, he's so unguardable, it's insane. There was not a play where he was targeted deep, and if he was, he would have burned Darius Slay. That's that's what I'm going to leave it with. Okay. The fourth okay. team is uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, I, I had them at four. I'm pretty sure some of you guys had them different places. But I had them around there, I think. Uh, if, as long as they can get healthy, they're going to remain a top-five team in the league. I'm not going to sweat it much, the, the loss against the Chiefs. It, it, it's just the Chiefs. You have to, uh, you have yeah, to accept Yeah, and quarterback are hurt. You could have very easily won the game. So Yeah, defensively, they continue to impress. Number five was the Miami Dolphins. I personally disagree with this, but uh, these uh, Draven and Keaton had them pretty high. I think I had them at seven or eight, but... Uh, I will admit that Tua looked good, but I'm I'm not gonna say that he looked great. Six touchdown passes, you can't really discredit that, but it's not gonna. It's I'm I'm saying it right now that I'm not gonna ignore the three quarters before where he played pretty average. 
That's he threw fair. four touchdown passes in uh, four touchdown passes in the fourth quarter. I think that was more about the Baltimore Ravens than it Low was coverage. Yeah. Yes, that was more than the Dolphins. Defensively, yes. they're just they're not there. Defensively, they haven't looked good. I'm gonna stand behind that for a while, um, and I, I think they're gonna be out of the top five pretty soon, if you ask me. Number six was the Baltimore Ravens. I had them at five. This is the fifth ranked team for me. Other people, uh, not not so much. Um, but I think that offense, it, it, Lamar Jackson is is definitely playing very well. He's earning that money. It's just the team around him's not playing as well. That's yeah, that's a fair statement. I mean, there's not much more he can do when he puts up what 35, 40 points and still yeah. loses because his defense blows four coverages in the fourth quarter of a game. I mean, and and the, their defense will get better hopefully. Yeah, it will. It just give it time. I think the, the Ravens are 100. I think they're going to win their division. I had them winning their division. Um, before the season started, and I think it's pretty clear now with the Bengals starting 0-2 that it's their division to lose. Number seven, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I'm personally not impressed with this team. Their defense is great as always, but Tom Brady just – and that's something we're going to go a little bit into later. I don't I don't like what Tom Brady's looking like so far. It just doesn't yeah, look not interested. Yeah, not something I expected to say going – or being just two or three weeks into the season. I honestly expected the defense to have more issues than Tom Brady does. I never really – expect Tom Brady to have issues but he's been the uh him and the offense has been the weak point of the team uh yeah number eight we have the Los Angeles Rams um they've I mean I I have them a little bit lower than eight but defensively they they continue to have issues offensively they're they they started moving the ball a little bit better but they had a close game against the the the, the Falcons as of late most of that was in trash time but still you can't ignore that okay yeah, I had them at 11, so I, I agree with what you're saying. Uh, I think Draven must have had them pretty high. Uh, nine, we had the Green Bay Packers. I, I This isn't really a team that's built to win games. Well, let me rephrase that. This isn't a team that, as of right now, I can view as a top five team in the league just because of the status of the receiving group. I think they've yes. got a good start, but Aaron Jones is just going to have to be the centerpiece of that offense for the time being. Yeah, if they can – honestly, if they can just – relax, run the ball, get into a little bit more of a play-action game, I think they'll be just fine. I had them at 10. I think, I don't know, I just think they're trying to run an offense that they can't run it anymore because Devontae Adams isn't there. So that's me. I had them at 10. So at 10, the Green Bay Packers were at 9. At 10, we had the San Francisco 49ers, uh-huh. um, another team I, another team that I just it, – it's weird because the top five teams – or the top four teams, Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, Chargers, you cannot debate on those are the top – Four teams in a the league. There's yeah. not really a debate. Yeah. I after agree. that is where it gets mushy because half like after that they're all one and one. That's why I had so much trouble. I mean, there's so many teams that are obviously it's early in the season. A lot of yeah. teams are one and one, but so many teams have just looked like on the same level, and it's hard to rank them. Well, a of right lot now. of these good teams. Uh, I'm thinking Packers. I'm thinking Rams. I'm thinking 49ers. Yeah. I'm. Uh, they had a really bad first week, and they came back looking a little bit more like themselves in the second week, and that's why we're having trouble with organizing where people go. Uh, so we have the 49ers at 10. At 11, we have the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Interesting. I have them at eight. Uh, ranking. This is that defense. Kevin O'Connell's play calling. It, it has me it was, worried now. It was bad. That defense, it just it, the defense was set up for failure. That was not a play call thing. I mean, it, I know. Let me rephrase that. Sorry, that was a play call thing. That was definitely a hundred percent a play call thing. They have the skills defensively to succeed, but they just could not do it. It was just mm-hmm. they they kept letting J- Jalen Hurts feast on him on them, and it did not end well. 
Yeah, uh, the Eagles' offense just looks too efficient, especially in the first half against them. I had them where I have them. I had them at eight, but I, I think it's like a. I had them at the Ravens at seven, and I think it's a big gap, and then eight Vikings. Yeah. So a distant eight for me, but we had them at eleven. Yeah. Okay. So twelve, we have the Detroit Lions. Personally, this is a team that Ooh. I'm very high on. I think we were talking about how dominant the Eagles are. This team came within one score of the Eagles in Week One, they did. and then they did. Then then beat uh, who did they play Week Two? I can't remember who they Commanders. Were. Commanders. They beat the Commanders in Week Two. This is a very explosive offense with one of the best offensive lines in the league. That defense is coming together. Aiden Hutchinson had three sacks last week. I mean, yeah. that that you can't you can't look past that. I think. The Lions have a real shot at being a playoff team. I'm gonna. I'm very high. I on would the Lions. love for that to happen. If I wasn't a Chiefs fan, I think I'd honestly be a Lions fan, just because of when when it's gonna be their day. I, they have a great young core, and when and when they do finally win a Super Bowl, it, that's that city deserves it. <laughs> that city deserves it. But yeah. yeah, Lions are high. I had them at 15, so you guys had them a little higher. But I think they're definitely a. They could be a playoff caliber team, which is not something we've said in a long time. Uh, 13, we have the Denver Broncos. Personally, this is something I disagree with. I think they've looked absolutely atrocious the first two weeks. I mean, you lost or you lost against the Seahawks, who got absolutely demolished by the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And then you came close in a game where you scored one touchdown offensively against the Houston Texans. Now, that's... You can blame Hackett all you want, but you just paid uh, a paid Russell Wilson a very high price tag for yeah, a five-year extension for him to play pretty mediocre. Like, not all that has to go on Hackett. And Russell Wilson does not look good. Yeah. Um, I only had them around – where did we have them, 13? 13 is where we had the Broncos. I had them at 12, and I only had them at 12 because I think they're the potential of the team is so good right now, or is so high still. Russell Wilson can be – a top quarterback in the league, it just hasn't clicked for them yet. New quarterback, a lot of uh, some new pieces on their team. I think it will click. That defense is going to be fine. They're they're pretty. Uh, they'll they'll be fine. They have a good they have good players all around. But that I don't know. The offense just hasn't clicked yet, and I think it will soon enough. Uh, they've been they just haven't looked good against two bad teams, which is why I am concerned. But um, they really could go. Either way, on these power rankings in the coming weeks. So that's a team to watch for. Yeah, I want to apologize real quick because I keep saying that I disagree with these rankings and then I keep realizing, wait, we made these rankings. <laughs> we, 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 came, we, we made our own individual power rankings and then I mushed them together with a point system. Basically, if you're first place, you got 32 points, second place, 31, uh, third, and, so on. Yeah. and 30th. And, that's how I, and I just combined them together who had the most points. Uh, got that placing, and so I don't know why I keep saying I disagree with them because we, we literally made the rankings. Uh, so let's move on. We had the Broncos at 13, 14 with the Cincinnati Bengals, the winless Bengals. Um, yeah. I think I had them a little bit lower than this, but I think some people had them high, some people either being I had, them, I had them one spot higher. Um, and this, we'll, we'll, this is also a question that will be answered later uh, in a later segment, but the Bengals, the offensive line is much worse. It's it's bad. It's it's ridiculously bad. It's bad, which is, come on! I thought y'all revamped the offensive line. I thought that was the whole point of the off season is that you guys were going to try and give Joe Burrow time, and he's been sacked thirteen times in two games. It's it's wow. uh, and it's not even the interior. They improved last last year. It wasn't so much on the tackles. They they had the, they had a lot of issues in the interior, and mm-hmm. they reboosted they re boosted the interior. That's not the problem. That's the problem the now is the tackles. The tackles have given up like. Six sacks combined, but nine of the sacks, 
or not not six stacks combined, something less than that. But I, I looked this up yesterday. Some people do advanced stats. They they said that Joe Burrow is responsible for nine of his thirteen sacks this year. That's a timing thing. That's not necessarily that is a, that a, is a timing thing. And so. That's why, I mean, the 14 for the Bengals, I give them that. They're a good team last year, but as of right now, it's just a slow start. And here's my concern is that the Bengals, they can get two games behind, but this AFC conference is so good that that might be an impossible hole to climb yeah. out of. Uh, they, yeah. Good luck catching up with the Bills and the Chiefs and Chargers when you've already, you're already 0-2 to the Dakless Cowboys and you lost to the – who they lose to week one? Uh, they lost to the Steelers. Steelers. Steelers, yes, and a 4 interception game against the Steelers. And if you look at their schedule upcoming, it, it's hard. Like, it's no easy cakewalk for them the rest it's of the year. all the AFC is hard. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. AFC. So after 14, we have the Bengals at 14. 15, we have the New York Giants. Um, the the 2-0 and New York Giants. Fun what team. a surprise. Yeah, Saquon's looked really good. Fun uh, I mean, last game he didn't look as good, which is a surprise to me. I'm surprised they were able to pull out with a win despite him not looking good. Um, defense, I, I haven't watched a Giants game, so I'm going to assume that the defense is looking good. The defense was looking all right. Um, I know Baker Mayfield threw his first touchdown to DJ Moore, which – filled my chest up with light it really did <laughs> I and I mean a, a couple I think a couple of times their defense kind of folded but for the most part they did decent they yeah did decent. I mean how much can you expect out of exactly Giants, Giants defense. defense yeah and they're, they're yeah. already and they're 2-0 so uh fun team to watch so far very fun team to watch so far so 16 we're at the middle of the road we have the New Orleans Saints um yeah this is this is a team that I think is going downhill and that's not because of the offense the offense looks great I'm not no the offensive skill players look great. There you go. Jameis Winston looks terrible. He did have four broken vertebrae. Playing <laughs> that doesn't week. excuse three interceptions. He just kept throwing it to the, throwing it to the. No, no, no. Defense. It doesn't. It doesn't. But it and definitely he, he will affect Chris the game. He missed Chris Olave like three times deep. He was wide open. Chris Olave had an excellent game. Could have definitely finished with two touchdowns. Yeah, I'm not. I I really had Jameis Winston being like a a top 12 to 10 quarterback. I thought he could finish maybe even higher than that as the season uh, progressed, but it's, it hasn't looked good for uh, for old Jameis. Defense, sure. defense two weeks in a row. They've done their they've done their job for the most part, but the Saints just uh, something's not clicking internally and that's kind of what's ruining their season so far. Yeah. So, number 17, we have the Arizona Cardinals. This is a team that I think could actually start going up. So, quite the contrary from the Saints at 16. The Cardinals, rough week one. We could tell they were underprepared. Yeah, we could definitely. tell that that Cliff Kingsbury really didn't take it seriously. He kind of just folded at in the second half. It, it wasn't that shiny. And if you play the Chiefs and do that, you're going to lose big time, and that's what happened. But I'm not going to hand Cliff Kingsbury the win in week two. That was all Kyler Murray. Cliff Kingsbury doesn't deserve that win. He's not a great coach. I'm going to just come out there and say it. He's not. <laughs> He's not a good coach. But Kyler Murray, it, I, I said it last week that he's unsackable. You cannot touch him. He's a little toddler running around. You're trying. It, to, it, you're it, trying to catch him. Yeah, I yeah, saw. I saw like something on Twitter that said chicken around in the pocket. Yeah, yeah dude, I, I, it's, <laughs> it's insane. He's just the smallest dude on the field, and he's just so fast. It looks so funny, but he's so good. Man. It, I saw something on Twitter. Somebody said that uh, on that play where he scored a touchdown, he looks like a little toddler running with his mom's phone away from him. <laughs> yes, and he's he like, does. And, he, and he, that's that's fine. If you get the job done, so be it. Yeah. No, but he needs more wide wide receiver help. He'll get that as the season yeah, goes along. He will. Um, defensively, I can't really tell yet. They just they got thrashed by the Chiefs in Week One, but yeah, it's just like their secondary should be better than what it is. That's what I'm gonna 
kind of put it away with. Next week, next week will be a good defensive uh, a defensive test for them. They play the Rams, so yeah, good offense. Yeah, that right will be there. fun. I, Rams are pretty vanilla though, so maybe they can True. come away with something. True. I th- yeah. Yeah. At 18, we had the Pittsburgh Steelers just coming off a loss against the Cleveland Browns. Man. And let me let me let me let me uh, kind of say this before we go into who's after the Steelers. Uh, we made this. Are the Browns. The yeah, Steelers? the Browns are at 19. <laughs> so the Steelers are at 18. This list is formulated uh, on Early Wednesday. Yeah. And we don't have a show until Friday. So the Thursday night game already happened. I, I would personally switch the spots. I would maybe. switch them too. After so maybe last maybe night. we could switch them. So I, let's have 18 be the Cleveland Browns. Let's yeah, have, I was gonna say. I feel like these teams are on very similar levels, but the Browns just edged it out last night. They looked overall better. They held the ball a lot. I think like 12 more minutes they had the ball ran like 20 more plays. I just love dude, Nick Chubb. Nick and, Chubb is that guy. Oh my gosh, I had to change my yes. na- I changed my uh, uh fantasy team names to Nick's Chubb just well, for, just I'm for glad. him. I have I have I, my fantasy team this week. I had Chubb, Amari Cooper and Browns defense Mark starting. Thankfully the Browns too. ended with the touchdown defensively. But Amari Cooper looked great. I'm happy about that. Amari I'm happy Cooper, they're finally using yes. their, the best receiver on the field. He is really yeah, I, I like that. I mean his first touchdown was a what a four yard slant, but he did have some really good routes. He, he did have some solid. He he had a solid game. There's no yeah. doubt. There's no doubt. But yeah, I think I think if the Browns can maintain that level of offensive efficiency, and that was against a pretty good defense. I understand they're T.J. Wattless, but yeah, still solid. It's still a solid. Still unit. got Minka. But it, yeah, but like at this point. If you're Deshaun Watson and you inherit this team, if they start a really solid like five and three or something like that, you could be playoff bound. Which is not what I expected the Browns to do. I expected them to be mediocre to bad without Deshaun Watson. And that defense is that defense is definitely mediocre yeah, it's to not bad, great. but the offense has come out uh, out of its shell. And it just doesn't make sense because they have the keys there. It doesn't make sense. You're right. They, I, I, they have the people there to to be good on to that be defense? a good yeah to yeah. be a good defense i mean you have delpit uh t uh, delpit played well though uh, denzel, ward. denzel ward yep you have miles garrett yeah. miles garrett was shut down last night against yeah. a really bad offensive line i didn't really understand i that. don't like when people put him on the same level as tj watt i i know he's very good but hey, i hate I, that comparison. i'll counter that tj watt's a really good speed rusher but miles garrett is what exactly what you want a power rusher that's they're, fair they're, they're different they they're are different, different types of players but they're both best at their respective positions for that kind of archetype. That's that's a fair statement. I I have no argument against that. I just don't like when when uh he just won Depoy and people. Some people say Miles Garrett's like a top three or four player in the league, and I just don't see it. Yeah. So, so anyway, nineteen. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, there's it, it's just a bad offense. Yeah, that's it's the, Kenny Pickett time. Well, that's what I, I said mean, earlier. You weren't Ken- in here, but I said that earlier. It is Kenny Pickett time, one hundred percent. Even though Mitch, because why not? Mitch, yeah, because what? Yeah, because what's Mitch doing for you? You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. I mean, I, I like the pace they were going at against the Browns. The issue was that they just couldn't get the Browns' offense off the field. The pace they were going at was pretty solid. They were mixing up play call. They were able to keep a consistent pace. But at the end of the day, it's just they, they got outplayed. Mr. Trubisky honestly missed so many throws to George Pickens as well. I mean, there was about three plays I think I saw that he was just wide open. Yeah, he got a couple gifts of catches from Deontay Johnson and, and yes, Pickens. Yes, yeah. I mean, no, that that That's something that catch about. that catch was la- that catch last night was so insane. That was the second it best. Was, uh, yeah, it was sec- you, yeah, not not better than Odell's. Yeah, I mean, Odell got second pass best interference, game. right? That's like, the, yeah, if it's a pass interference, touchdown. And, and his was a touchdown. I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah, but, like, true. second best catch I've ever seen live. Dude, like, that, the angle his body was at. I know. Dude, yeah, that was, was completely like, horizontal. It was, like, it was like, what do you do? How? how? A different animal. 
Okay, so number 20 with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I was high. I had them at like 14, but you guys seem to disagree. Let's see where I had them. I had them in the mid-20s. I, I know that it's both the Colts, but I think the Colts are really bad. I, I'm yeah, a fan of the Jaguars. I will I know, not I know you hide are. away from them. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not a Jaguars fan, but I, had I, them at 20. I, I think they're so underrated that it's not even fun. I had them at 26. They, so you guys they have can be like, good. They're really so, young. So, look, and that that was my, like, just after week two, and, and it's just week two. You know what I mean? So yeah. Just, I, I'm not in disagreements. I think even the, the freaking Bears could turn it around. Yeah. Or the Colts could even turn it around. I mean, Jonathan, they still got Jonathan Taylor. You know what I mean? Yeah, for so sure. So, it's just week two, and that's why I had Jags so low. But, I mean, I do agree with you. They are way better than Yeah, if they show me thought. some more throughout these next few weeks, yeah. I could I could have them where you had them, bro. Yeah. Um, it's such a young team. They're a fun team to watch. And when they, when they actually get stuff going, they're electric. And they had yeah. so much talent. All these guys are coming from <laughs> are like number one first round picks and all well, this stuff. Yeah, and, it's it's about five years of yeah. first round draft picks. So like, I, like, I want to start seeing something now. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's, so it's time. We're gonna have to speed up through these last twelve. At twenty one, yeah. we have the Washington Commanders. Carson Wentz looks good. They, I love how good their offense is utilizing its receivers. Antonio Gibson's touching the ball. Uh, the only person in that offense that isn't isn't really touching the ball as uh, at a high rate right now is, ironically, Terry McLaurin. Like, Jahan Dotson, <laughs> yeah. Curtis Samuel, Logan Thomas are all touching the ball a lot, and then Terry McLaurin is being the is is like the decoy. It's it's really it's really odd for me. It is odd. Defensively, they're awful. But they're right around right there. I don't have any complaints with them being what 21, 22? Yeah, twenty one. Yeah, I mean that's fine. I yeah, I mean when you don't throw the ball to Terry McLaurin. You're not gonna win. Well, I mean, I think I think they're 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 proving a point that you can't just cover Terry McLaurin, so they're giving it to other yeah. options. Like yeah. Jahan Dotson's had a heck of a first two games. I wanted the Chiefs to get Jahan Dotson so bad. Jahan Dotson was an, an elite receiver out of Penn State. He was, I had, he was a first round pick. For so sure. yeah, twenty one. Uh, at twenty two with the New York Jets. That's fine. They're young and fun to watch. They're a similar team to the Jaguars to me. Just young, and I think they're going to improve. And I think Zach Wilson's going to be really good when he comes back. So yeah. twenty two is fine for me. Yeah, I think that I think that defense is is all right, decent, young, like yeah. Keaton said. And I think uh, mm-hmm. a couple of years they're going to be pretty good. Uh, twenty three with the Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, you fumbled the bag twice. I don't know what. It, yeah. If, if here's the thing that I saw, uh, I was kind of thinking about yesterday, is that. This has to be the final test for Derek Carr. If oh, he yeah. fails, he's yes. out. Oh, for sure. If if you if exactly. you are given Devontae Adams on offense and you have you have Devontae Adams, arguably the best receiver in the league, a top three tight end in the league, a guy who can literally is a yeah. unicorn. Top three receiving tight end, yeah. And then you have the uh, one of the best slot receivers in the league, and and uh, Hunter Renfro. Renfro. Yeah. How can you lose? Yeah. How can or you how lose? can you O-line. be this mediocre to bad? Well, I'll line the O line argument can only go so far. I will agree the O line has looked really bad to this point, but how how can you keep using that as an excuse? You have a really good receiving group. Get the ball out quick. Yeah, if you guys try to revamp your your offensive no, line, yeah. it's like they did. There's no room to complain about offensive line, especially when you're when you're in the AFC West. I just I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the the Derek Carr has always been one of those quarterbacks that's like he's either doing really good or he's either really doing yeah, bad. Yeah, he had like that one MVP One MVP season, season broke then, his pinky, and it was over. So, yeah. I mean, that shows you what kind of player like he Carson is. Like Carson Wentz. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's move on. Number 24 is the New, New England Patriots. Um, that's fine. They're mid, Yeah, they're, they're I keep saying vanilla, but that's the only word I can use to describe their Just offense. Plain. It, their offense is plain. Boring it's, to it's watch. boring. Yeah. 
They can't. They don't have like any explosion on offense. There's nothing. There's nothing for defenses to look at and say, "Oh, I have to get that guy. Right. I have to guard this guy on this play." No, it's just they can. They can be attacked from all angles, and that's what makes them susceptible against any defense. Do you that's, think now? Do you think that's uh, Belichick's fault or the personnel on the field? Well, Belichick. Oh, no, it's, it's the offensive coordinators. Play when you calling. Have, yeah. When you have Matt Patricia and yeah. Joe Brady calling yeah. plays offensively, I mean, there's not much more you can expect. Uh, Belichick's always been more of a defensive guy, and that defensive unit has not been bad to this point. No, their defense pa- is always Patriots good. defense. Yeah, is always a, a it's always defense, solid. Yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah, they're just I. If there was a team in in the NFL that I would like turn off my TV because I know they're playing, it's the Patriots. They're yeah. just so boring to watch. Yes, a hundred percent. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'd like. I don't even. I, I don't I even talk about. I, I can't Move name a, a Patriots receiver actually. You got Jacoby Myers, Devontae Parker. Nizal. Oh, Devontae Parker? Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I forgot about that. He's yeah. on the Patriots. He's, on the, he's our one, number one. That's how bad yeah. they are. Oh, Damn. my goodness. Jesus. Okay, so 25, we have the Seattle Seahawks. Sorry, Draven. But, it's um, all right. Look, week one, they looked good. They looked efficient. But they looked. But after watching week two, I can make the conclusion about week one that they definitely prepared for that game. Week two, they, yeah. just, they, didn't, they didn't look anywhere near as efficient. I definitely agree. I mean, only scoring seven points, dude. That's that's just ridiculous. I thought it was going to be a lot closer than there was. I Me still, too. I still picked the Niners, but I thought it was going to be like a slugfest, and it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I did, and our, our defense letting the I mean, our only point scored was a uh, Michael Jackson blocked kick return. <laughs> yeah. That yeah yeah <laughs> he he indeed he thrillered after it was amazing and and I like that ah dude I would have been so hard if they won. Yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> if that wasn't the only point you just scored. <laughs> But, yeah, I agree. Seahawks are, are yeah. not looking the best right now. They definitely just got blown out. 26, we have the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I don't know how you could place them higher without a Dak Prescott. I mean, Cooper Rush, he played good. Yeah. I, I will give you that. But defensively, if it's they Mike can – It's Micah Parsons or no it's, it's Micah Parsons yes. or nothing. Exactly. Micah Parsons is the best defensive player in the NFL right now. Oh, yeah, 100%. Right now, yes. Unguardable. He is he's the most sacks. He's insane. pretty good as as a uh, is he a Mike linebacker? Does he play I think, Mike? I, I, no, I, please play. He played Mike linebacker for Penn State in college, okay. but then he was kind of utilized as uh, just a roaming linebacker last yeah. year, and now he's he's got a permanent outside linebacker designation. Yeah. So yeah, he just mo- so versatile and he's just so good off the ball. It's he's fun to watch, Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons is, I mean, electric to watch. Actually, yes. like he, I, when I turn on his games, I'll be like, okay, defense is playing. Let's see what Michael Parsons is doing. And you see, like, eight times out of ten, he's he's blowing over the tackler guard. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay, so we have six teams remaining. There's really nothing much to talk about with these teams. 27, we have the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. I mean, That's Baker Mayfield, all ba- you got to say. That offense just is missing opportunities. Free DJ Moore. Yeah, yeah, free DJ Moore. Welcome Moore to Kansas indeed. City, DJ Moore. They're, they're, they're just they're not, they're missing opportunities whenever they can, and it's just it's just not good. 28, we have the Houston Texans. I think this is going to be a really annoying team to play. This is it's, it, They have the potential to be they really good. They just work for the Broncos. Yeah, they, they're an annoying team for good teams. They'll be a trap team for sure. Um, Twenty nine Colts slow start. Oh and one and one. I mean Matt Ryan looks horrible. I'm pretty sure that's all that really needs to be said. Yeah, that's all that does need to be said. They looked awful. Yeah. Thirty Atlanta Falcons. They've come close twice. They have the potential to move up possibly. Offensive play calling is questionable because they haven't utilized their best offensive player. Right. But Drake London's look good. I really like how he's playing. Uh, 31, Tennessee Titans, just 
got a bloodbath blown yeah. out by the by the Bills. It wasn't dude, even close. I, I just the Bills are just so good, dude. And, they are, and I I don't even want to say that's the Titans, which it obviously it was a good majority of Titans, but just the Bills are so good, dude. Right. It just wasn't a good matchup. And thirty-two, finally rounding out this list is the Chicago Bears. Now, here's something that I found interesting. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, who only played this week, has more. Uh, let me ref- let me let me go back. He's only played one week. He's only played one week. Not yeah. even a full Justin game. Fields is thirty third in the league in passing attempts. Thirty third. How is that possible, right? Because so, he's starting. Because so, Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> threw more passing attempts in the second week than he has in the first. That's, and second week. And that's why I drafted David Montgomery in fantasy. <laughs> and and, and that, he threw like twenty passes last week and completed like seven of them. It's just. It's just bad. I, I kind of said this before the season that that first week it was a dud. That first week against the 49ers, it was a dud. Second week they just didn't look good at all. They're they're off. Yeah, right. Line. And it's so sad because I so I want them terrible. to be so bad or I want them to be good so bad. I like Justin Fields, dude. I <laughs> want to see him succeed, but just I mean I know why they're not they're they're not completing it. His dude's got no time. He yeah, no and his number one wide receiver is Darnell Mooney. Yeah, I mean Darnell Mooney, and he has, he has two catches for four yards. He de- he okay, definitely then. got overhyped over last season. He has four more season. yards than me because he because yeah, he cooked Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, one time, one, one time. time, and everyone was Darnell Mooney, Darnell Mooney stock to the saw, moon. I also saw a tweet where it's like. Being an elite cornerback must be held because if you get cooked one time, it is all over Twitter. Eli Apple. Eli Apple. Eli Apple. But he is bad. So no, he, he is, is bad, bad but, but he got If cooked. he talked trash, you yeah. deserve to get your clips posted on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're going to move on from our Week 3 Power Rankings and move into a little bit of a new segment we have here at The Whole Nine Yards. This is Brock's segment, his questions, and I believe he has a little title for it. Yeah, so we're going to call this Brock's Burning Questions. I'm going to come in and ask you guys five questions every week, okay. and we just spend a little bit of time answering these, and these are kind of debatable, so just okay. have a little bit of uh, fun with this. So question number one, should the Philadelphia Eagles be the early favorite to win the NFC? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. I, yeah. I think it's, it's obvious. Okay. Okay, I, I mean, obviously because the NFC looks terrible, dude. I yeah. mean, no one in the NFC looks like they're even coming close to yeah. Chiefs, Bills, Chargers. Any of, any yeah, of them. Any of them. The and, and, and Eagles have shown are the only team that have scored more than uh, 14 points both games. You know what I mean? So <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. I didn't know on that. The, on the NFC, yeah. That's terrible. Well, and Vikings. My, Vikings did too. My bad, my bad. But it's just... Yeah, yeah, I had the Vikings as one of the NFC contenders, and they just blew them out. They looked dominant in pretty much every facet of the game. I know the Vikings' play calling was bad, but still, uh, they just had their way with them. And now it it it's still up for debate with Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay can be good if they if they reach their full potential. I think they can even be better than the Eagles. But right now, the Eagles have looked like a more complete and more explosive team than the Buccaneers. So, Eagles, yeah, NFC favorites. Yeah, that's who I have right now as the NFC favorites, the Philadelphia Eagles. And that's kind of why I asked the question is, like, Draven said it best, the NFC, it just doesn't look good right now. And we said it in a group chat earlier this week that there's a possibility the AFC Conference could win the next five Super Bowls. Oh, for sure. Yeah, who who in the NFC is going to compete with Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen? The NFC is old. The NFC is a defensive-based conference. Yeah. And they just don't have the firepower. They don't. So, second question. Are we, uh, kind of piggybacking off of this first one. Are we witnessing the decline of Tom Brady? Is it finally time? I know Max Kellerman a few years ago, he was like, Tom Brady's going to fall off a cliff. And we then he said, and won a couple more Super Bowls. And we I feel like this is said at this time of the year over and over again. Oh, but, oh, the way I, the way, the but there's something dude. different about this year that I'm seeing. I'm seeing... 
he just doesn't look like he wants to be on the field. And I understand that he has some family problems right now, but it's it's affecting his game. He's getting more mad, dude. Like you can just see, like af- after every throw, yeah, he's like, what? Even it doesn't. Honestly, I've seen completions, and he's like, what the heck? Like he's like, what are you doing? Yeah, like run the right route, and I just see very frustration. And, and he has and veteran wide receivers in that room. Mike Evans? Yeah, oh, Mike come on. Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones. Julio and Rashad and when they're not injured, it, it's... True, yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that they are... They are. Chris Godwin's, what, the youngest receiver? I think it's Rashad Perryman, but okay, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, but that's like... Who's, I mean, he's not good, but they, it's still experience. I, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But kind of begs the question, is Tampa Bay's defense holding him up? Yes, I think right now they're as of right now. Bad. Yes, I feel like if it wasn't for the defense, they would be zero two right now. I agree. I agree. the 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 Cowboys' offense obviously didn't look good, but it was only because of that defense. Didn't they have a Didn't they have a defensive touchdown that week? The the week one. Yes. Um, I'll look. I know they had a defensive touchdown against the Saints. The Saints they did. They had three picks. One of them was a pick six, but I'm I'm almost for sure they had a defensive touchdown against the Cowboys as well. I you might be right. I. I don't remember. They only had like they only had like nineteen points. They 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 had like nineteen and twenty points, like first two weeks. It was like nineteen to three, I think. And yeah. like okay. yeah, nineteen to three. Um, so they wouldn't have had a touchdown. It was a Tom Brady touchdown pass. Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah, so either kinda, way. But the Tampa Bay defense, I feel like, is definitely holding him up. That, he just yeah. doesn't look good. I'm just gonna he come doesn't. out and admit it. He's just not looking like himself. I and it's so scary because I've never wanted to throw in the white towel with this dude because he's proved people wrong time and time again. But like. Hey man, uh, Father Time is gonna get to everyone eventually. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, I mean, it's always that one. He's forty five. He has like marriage yeah. problems. Yeah, like, uh, okay. Yeah. It's it's always the same. Never, never. Don't bet against Brady, right? Because yeah. he's proven time and time again. But I, might I think this is. I think this is the year you bet against. I can't Brady. wait until we cut back to February when he's in the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, yeah. dude. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh man. Okay. Anyway, next question. Okay, what man, winless team not. has the best chance of turning things around? Think of it. We have the Colts, we have the Texans, we have the Raiders. I got Bengals. Bengals, that's I think, a good one. I think Bengals have Colts, the best chance. Texans, Raiders, Titans. I'll, I'll say, yeah, the Bengals are so hard because I think Joe Burrow's still solid even though he hasn't looked good, and Jamar Chase is that dude. And Joe Mixon as well. Yeah, and, and I mean, their defense has come, come through when they needed it too. It, it especially did last last year in that AFC Championship game, uh, holding the Chiefs to three points in the second half, but... um. Yeah, I'll still say with the Bengals, they I know they haven't looked great, but I think their potential is higher than any of yeah, those other teams. For sure, that's so. what that's what I'm thinking too. Uh, you know, I, I'll I'll stay on that boat, but I think that if there is a chance that Ryan Tannehill is benched for Malik Willis in these next couple of weeks, the Titans could be a team that could turn it around. I think mm-hmm. Malik Willis has an an elite playmaking ability. That is is ten million times better than Ryan Tannehill could ever bring to the table. <laughs> you, you just need Derrick Henry to start performing. Yeah, that's because there, no team is afraid of Ryan Tannehill. Mm. No team's focusing on Ryan Tannehill. No, Everyone's yeah. gonna stack exactly. the box, and and they know AJ Brown's and make, gone. And so make they, this rookie Traylon Burks uh, beat you, and make Robert Woods, who just came off a, a big injury, beat you. Like, yeah. It's not that big of a challenge. So, of course, Derrick Henry's underperforming. It's yeah. because yeah. that no team is afraid of Ryan Tannehill or Traylon Burks or exactly. Nick Westbrook-Akine or something like that. Yeah, and no, one, no one's afraid of you. No. Um, and that's why they're losing. But I'm thinking that the Titans could turn things around if they start Malik Willis. Okay. He's that guy. I think that yeah, he's, he's that good. guy. Is yeah. he better than Kenny Pickett? 
I feel like based on what I saw in the preseason, yes. Okay. I I yeah I agree. I think he's that's fair. I think he has. I don't. Know, I just feel like he has more of a clutch gene in him. More he does. Of a playmaking he does. gene in him. Oh yeah, definitely. Does. Definitely more. Just more athletic. Bigger hands. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. More athletic. More swaggy. Okay. Uh, this this one's kind of out of the left field. Do the Cowboys need to hit the reset button this offseason? Ooh. Okay. And by reset, you mean like... Here, here's Hank. Can they win even with a healthy Dak Prescott? My thought is no. I I also think... I'm also leaning towards no, just because it's their defense is so carried by Micah Parsons. Yeah. And if CeeDee Lamb and Dak aren't like on their A game, now that offense is not going to be good. Amari Cooper's not there anymore. Like, uh, Michael Gallup's not there anymore. Or is he? Well, my, he is. Uh, Michael Gallup is still there. I he's think. still there. He's just injured. Who was I thinking of? Uh, uh, their other receiver. Cedric Wilson yeah. is not there. But, um, yeah, you lost weapons, and I, I just don't see them winning that many games if... Well, I'm not just talking about this year. Yeah, well, next year. So this is... This La- is my, I'm talking yeah. about last year and the year before that. This They've is, never been able to win. This is my stance they haven't. on it. Dak Prescott solely lost them that playoff game last year, right? Made, it, it wasn't ma- a mistake. Made the dumbest decision he could have and ran it up the middle, ran out of time. If, he, if he slid 10 yards earlier. 10 yards earlier, yeah. Spike it, kick a field goal, win. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. Like Just with seeing that, it's always put a – ever since last year, it's put a bad, bad little little I, feeling in I my stomach like about Dak the, Prescott. I just feel like they I don't think, have I, I think that it, it started way before – just last year's playoff game. I don't think they've ever like they've they've their, their regular the season year. record is fine. Once they get in the playoffs, they fold. It's because da- Dak isn't that guy. I don't think Dak is going to win you games in the playoffs. What is he like one and four in the playoffs? I, I don't even know. But I, don't I think, think it's also you have to think about coaches. I think that Mike McCarthy is an awful coach. I'm not. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, just, yeah. I mean, like he was good for the Packers, whatever. But that play call offensively is so bad. They misutilize. Uh, Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott so much. Yeah, Dak Prescott's one and three. There you go. Has a one and three playoff record. But there like, you if you could trade up and get Bryce Young Bryce or CJ Stroud, that would, would you do it for that crazy. offense? Uh, I mean, I I think I would I would try and help your I would try and help Micah Parsons out a little bit more and see just, if Dak can't win you a game because he hasn't so far. But if he he could still, but uh, give it a couple years and if he's not, I would. I, I mean, I don't think I don't think they draft. You can also just trade Dak if you're so trying much. to. Tra- trading him would be better. Yes, but like, they paid him so much money, dude. It's like, we can't go wouldn't off. That, we can't go off a of maybe. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's, we can't go off Bryce Young, possibly being able to do better than Dak. Okay, yeah, but look, he, he both of them, Stroud and Young, are elite. Well, that's what they said about Trevor Lawrence too. Trevor right. Lawrence is still on his still, way. Still good, still good, but didn't he's win a game so far. last he year. Went, he, went, last he year. went 20 for 25 last week, or that's, 25 for 30. But but that's the rookie year, right? And no, so that, like, was la- that was last week. Well, I'm talking about not, not, not I'm talking about rookie year, like he did bad, right? So, like, it, it's not a guarantee that just because you're, you're so good in the call, it doesn't mean you're going to come in and light stuff up here. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, last question. And this one is, I think you can answer in two words. What is wrong with the Cincinnati Bengals? <laughs> Offensive line. Off, yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> like like you guys were talking about it earlier, I mean, Joe Burrow's timing is just clearly off. Like, you can just tell his, his throws aren't going where he wants them to go. Week one, you could tell that for sure. Yeah, well, his I, timing yeah. was all off week one. Yeah, it was just It didn't so look much bad. better last week. No. Well, I'll, I'll, here's the thing. Throughout last year, 
it, Jamar Chase was his sellout guy. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. He could throw a five-yard quick-out route or a drag route that was like eight yards and like air yards, and he'd take it 40 yards to the house. And defenses are starting to crack down on that. That option's not really that available anymore. And so he's just struggling to find people deep, and that's what made that offense so special last year. Yeah. One, defenses are cracking that down in coverage, but two, your offensive line isn't giving you that time. Yeah. And they look worse. They do look worse. They look so much worse. That's the thing with like with the players doing so good one year. You know how Bengals just kind of came out of nowhere, did amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like teams will figure figure you out. You know what I mean? That's and what I'm saying, bro. They, I I know they didn't. Happens. I know the Chiefs still made it to the AFC Championship. But yeah. For a while there, it was like scary how teams had us figured out. Well, here's the difference. Yeah, like here's the Ty- difference. Like Tyree Kill, like y'all came in in the beginning of the season and they were. Everything. Here's the di- here's the difference with that. The term you, we've heard of the term. These teams are getting figured out. The Chiefs got figured out last week, but uh, uh, last year. Yeah. But when you have an elite head coach like Andy Reid, that doesn't last very long. Yeah, you no. find ways. Zach, yes. Taylor, did. Zach Taylor is, I mean, he, 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 he showed up last year, but he's the, probably the most predictable coach in the league yeah, right now. The he runs between, on first yeah. down almost every single time. And, and here's the thing. I'm pretty sure, like, I think I read this stat on Twitter somewhere, but – and every single time Joe Burrow has gone under center this year, it's been a run play. Really? Every single That's time kind of he's gone under center, it's been a run play. And there's been no play action under center? No. Jesus. I do not think so. I think that's accurate. I'm not going to make that yeah. promise, but I'm pretty sure that if you see it Joe Burrow like under does. center, then it's going to be a it run. It definitely seems like it. Okay, so anyway, that's going to wrap. Hold on, hold on. I, oh, I, got I got one, one more. more. I got one more. Okay. This one is more. kind of a piggyback. Okay. With this being said, with Joe Burrow getting hit so much, and he tore his ACL his rookie season, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to put any bad omens on him, but is there a chance that he's the next Andrew Luck? Retire I, at 30. I, I was <laughs> thinking that, I swear, the other day. And and just because he gets hit so many times, right? And it's uh, just like... It takes a physical toll yeah, you got you got to think that Joe it Burrow, does. after every game, is like, what the heck, dude? It, it, it does take a, a physical and mental toll on you being hit that, that many times, especially when you're not as big as, like, linebackers and stuff. I don't think he's going to retire at 30. I think he's... He's got he's just got a competitive fire in him. Joe Burrow does. True. Yeah. And he's I not think... as smart as Andrew Luck. That's why Andrew, that's why Andrew Luck got out. <laughs> Andrew Luck said I'm out. You, you have a point. But uh, yeah, no, I I think they're actually very similar in players though. Like no, they, they are. They, they are they, similar. They're very similar. That's actually Andrew one Luck of my... was very good. Before Andrew Luck is the smartest dumb looking person I think I've ever heard. <laughs> he I, I actually think um, <laughs> he was my, like a lumberjack. Yeah, my, my, he literally my 2020 NFL draft. Comparisons. I'm pretty sure he was uh, Joe Burrow was or no Andrew Luck was my pro comparison for. I Joe think Burrow. I heard that somewhere too. But uh, anyway, that's got to wrap up yeah. our question yeah, segment. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, play a couple songs. We'll be right back with our predictions for Week Three. So don't go anywhere. Uh, this is the whole nine yards on KZLX. And welcome back to the whole nine yards. I'm Keaton Smith alongside Brock Krusky, and across from him is Draven Bridgman. Uh, we're going to finish up our segment here, and we're going to predict the games for week three, and we'll take a little bit and do that. Uh, I was ten and six last week. I believe Draven was ten and six, and then Brock was nine and seven. So pretty solid uh, weeks overall. And yeah, we're gonna go ahead and start. So we can go ahead and get into what's the first game on the list. It is the a uh, really interesting one AFC East matchup: Bills Dolphins. Brock, do you want to go? Uh, yeah. Look. Um. In my honest opinion, I think the Bills, this is going to be a bloodbath. I, pre- I said this, I have this, I, I do a day-to-day picks, and that was on Wednesday, and I said this on that station, that 
the Bills the Bills are going to just like baptize the Dolphins. That, that's that's how I can like best describe it. Is like, yeah. look, uh, Tua, Tua, you can you can't really discredit a six touchdown game, but I'm not going to ignore the fact that he played three quarters poorly. Oh, yeah. Before that, yeah. yeah. And Bills are not the Ravens. They will not. They'll, they're not. They, they're, they're not going to. They're not. Yeah. They're not going to give up fourth quarter and let you score all that. You know what I mean? It, yeah, I agree. I got yeah. Bills. Yeah, Bills, Bills for Bills sure. Bills 100%. Okay, so we can move on here. Uh, a, another interesting matchup. The Bengals and Jets. A mid-off. Classic mid-off. <laughs> okay. All right, well, Draymond, you want to start? Bengals and Jets, I mean, I'm going to go. Uh, this is going to be the game that the, I've been – I said this last week, right? But this is going to be the game the Bengals – The Bengals take the Bengals off, Bengals take off. And yeah, Joe Burrow's in the locker room yeah. right now. Staring, yes, staring, sitting in the locker staring room for three hours. Staring at the football. And, yeah, I, I just think – I think Jamar Chase has a two-touchdown game, and, and Joe Burrow goes off. I don't know. I, I have the Bengals winning this game, but I don't think Jamar Chase is going to win that game. I think Sauce Gardner is going to do a pretty good job of keeping uh-huh. him under locks. Yeah, that would be a good test for him. Yeah, I think the Jets, they're 1-1. One one. I think they're going to take a nosedive in this one. I think the Bengals are going to win their first game. Yeah, I have the Bengals, but in an ugly game. I don't think yeah, the, I don't think be... the Bengals, I don't think their offense is going to look like great like as it should look i think it's gonna look like one of those chief games where it's like how are we not blowing this team out we look so bad and uh yeah Bengals, but uh in an ugly way okay uh and then we got raiders titans another mid-off yep uh, i'll go ahead and go first i i think the raiders are less bad than the titans right now yeah are less Agreed. bad <laughs> yeah not better but less bad the only issue with the raiders is their ability to not finish out games and that's happened that's two weeks now and I mean, they could be two and zero right now. This could be a trap game for the Raiders, and I think it is. But I think Devontae Adams will carry, have a have a really good game, and take him past yeah. the Titans. Brock, do you think we see Malik Willis start? No, no. I think they're gonna they're, they're gonna push that as yeah. far as, as far, far as, they can. as they can. Maybe yeah. week eight or nine, but not right now. Yeah, not right, not yet. So, but do we all have Raiders? Yep, Raiders. Okay. I think I got Raiders too. Okay, uh, Saints Panthers. <sighs> Weird matchup. For yeah. the three straight weeks, I'm picking the Panthers to win. <laughs> <laughs> and look, they're having the same problem as the Raiders, is that they just can't really – they're making too many mistakes in the offensive side of the football. Defense is not that bad. They are keep, they're going to keep improving on, on defense. But the Saints, I, I, I can't ignore how bad they looked last week. They did look bad. Against the Falcons? Like – well, I don't know, because now I'm thinking about I'm thinking about changing the pick. Because I mean, the Saints' defense, it looks good. They they've looked good the last the last couple of games. But okay, I'll, I'm gonna go next. I'm gonna go with the Panthers. Okay, stick with the Panthers. I'm I'll gonna say the Saints in a Jameis Winston masterclass. He's going to <laughs> he's gonna, he's after <laughs> a three interception week. <laughs> listen, just listen. He masterclass. M- Michael Thomas and Chris Olave and all these guys. They're gonna. The the Panthers' defense isn't like crazy. Good. I mean, they're they're decent. They have a good secondary, but they're not gonna they're not gonna force Jameis Winston into all these interceptions like the Bucks did and all that. So I think Winston in a really solid game and the Saints win. I think Saints and not a Winston masterclass, but I would say a Kamara masterclass. Is he playing? I'm pretty sure. Uh, let me look it up. I just traded him for Javante me... Williams and DK Metcalf in my fantasy league. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up just be, so I'm not. Good riddance. Talking out of nowhere, but... I, I think he's still questionable. I don't know. I think he's... I don't know if they know if he's playing or not. Uh, yeah, it's it's just a... It's a it's a maybe. Okay, so... Okay. I, I still think Saints win, but, I mean, if Amara... If Ka- Alvin Kamara comes back, then I think we get 
a couple touchdown game from him. Okay. I mean, he hasn't really done anything this season. I think it's about time. Uh, Ravens Patriots. Um, this should be an easy win for this the Ravens. Is, this is this is yeah. uh, this is the Ravens. I Ravens mean, better not do what they did last week. I mean, I it, will laugh if the Patriots win. this Well, game. the Patriots defense won't be able to withstand Lamar Jackson. Exactly. He's going to run all over. He's them. MVP this year. Um, <laughs> yes. No. Not, yes, he is. Not quite. I, I mean, he he, he has looked really we good. Could, we could talk about MVPs next week, like we legit. But but we actually like three or four legit contenders for MVP this year, which is so fun. But uh, yeah. Um, but I, I'm going to go ahead and take, uh, wait, where are we? Ravens, Ravens pass. Ra- I'm going to take the Ravens. I think the Patriots offense is just not it. It's going to be a good bounce back game, raise the confidence of the Ravens defense. And I think yeah. that's going to help them get back on the road. Yeah. I'll say, uh, I'll say Ravens too. I, I'd rather watch grass grow than the Patriots offense. So I'll take, the <laughs> he Ravens. does not like watching the Patriots offense. <laughs> it's so boring. I don't want to watch Damian Harris run the ball for three yards every play. But, yeah, Ravens. So Ravens. All right, cool. Um, we'll go to another interesting one. Uh, two teams that are – I know the Vikings lost last week, but they're kind of still on the come-up. Lions-Vikings. Draven, go ahead and start. Man, give me Jay Jettas and Vikings. I, I really like that team, and it's not a primetime game, so I think Kirk Cousins does He's going to perform. <laughs> I think he's going to do his thing. I really do. And I think uh, – that new, oh, that new defense. Yeah, yeah, it is hard. It this is, is hard. a hard one. It, it's gonna be a good game. I, was I actually think, talking. I think it. it's honestly probably the best game we have uh, this week, besides Packers and, and, and Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, yeah I, I was. Uh, I'm going a little bit off the rails here. We have a little bit of time, but I was talking to Draven the other day. I, I have a conspiracy theory okay. about why Kirk Cousins is so bad in prime time, and it's not like. Like speculative, I think there's a legit medical reason to why Kirk Cousins is bad. A medical reason. reason? I would love to hear it. Let's hear that. Did I not share this with you? I feel like I don't remember. Okay, so I I have an eye condition. Like I, I do. I have something called astigmatism in both my eyes. And so astigmatism. No, no, it's not called. I know. It's astigmatism. (laughs) I have in both eyes, Um, and so. Uh, it's not all that uncommon for somebody to have it. Right. It's a pretty, it's a pretty not. I, I know a couple of people with them. What basically happens is at nighttime your eyes are unable to focus correctly on light when it's dark outside. Okay. So you think? So I think that Kirk Cousins has astigmatism in his eye. <laughs> that that it, it, what happens is that light repli- appears more reflective than what it usually is cuz why not and, and i mean I'm, I'm trying to think there's no other <laughs> yeah, reason yeah, you can't be that real. bad no, i know i know he's so he's so solid in That's every what other I'm game cuz why not you know what i mean it, it has like, to be something but no I, I i thought about this i was thinking about it on the drive home not drive home but i i was driving to get groceries the other day and i was i, I had my glasses off and i put them back on i was like wait i'm driving at night i need my glasses on so i put my glasses on and you're like, Kirk I'm like, wow, this is, this is a lot better. You're like, but like, man, I could lights throw are some more touchdowns. reflective. Lights are more reflective when you have stigmatisms at nighttime. Okay. During the day, nothing is wrong. But right. at nighttime, so like, but the the common denominator in that is that primetime games are held at night. They are. And they have lights. They have these Big massive lights. lights. And I'm pretty see. sure I've seen his record uh, Sunday night football, Monday night football, and Thursday night football. Like. I want to say almost half his wins come at, from from those primetime games come in domes, dome stadiums. <laughs> that Man. hey, 
I hope we get some news on that because yeah, that would be so funny. Honestly, that would be the best right prediction that, of all time. Yeah, if you're right on that, that would be. Th- I mean, dude, that it, the crazy thing is it doesn't sound like it's wrong. You know, I know. It kind of like, sounds. Like, I mean, there's no way he yeah. could be that bad in primetime games and then just be solid everywhere else. Yeah, that's no, what I'm that's saying. True. There has to be a reason. Okay, but, but like going back to this, uh, Vikings Lions. I actually have the Lions winning this game. I want to pick the Lions too. But here's no, here's here's, here's why the Lions came within four points of beating a very dominant Eagles scene that we just yeah, said was the best true, team in the NFC. True, and then they beat the Commanders. Uh, I'm not saying the Lions' defense is that great, but... It's solid. Yeah. But their offense is explosive. Their offense is definitely explosive. And then we looked at the Vikings. The Vikings won week one. They, they scored 20 points. Mm-hmm. And they, we were, were all over shooting it because Justin Jefferson had a heck of a game. And then week two, they just didn't do anything. True. That's, I mean, I mean, could, could we blame it on the prime time game though? Ah, oh, the, stig- the, the imaginary the, yeah, stigmatism yeah, in yeah. Kirk let's, Cousins' eyes. Let's say uh, Kirk Cousins is stigmatism. blind. <laughs> um, oh, God, this is so. so what do you got, Keaton? I, I, there's such, there's honestly such good pros and cons to each team. I mean, they both have potential. I think I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go with the Lions. I, I, I think I like their team overall. A little better right now. I just feel like they're younger and more explosive. So I'm gonna go Lions. Okay, yeah. I'll be the lone wolf for the Vikings. Uh, next we got Eagles Commanders. Eagles easily. For oh, me. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Uh, th- this this Vi- this Commander defense is just it's it's disappointing to watch them waste four really talented players along the defensive line. I thought I, at the beginning of the season, I, I actually uh, made a prediction that Chase Young will probably request a trade out of there after the season. Welcome to KC. <laughs> but I, I think that he's, his, his potential is being wasted over there. It I think is. That he's really good. He's a really good player. He's a generational talent that's being wasted by a poor franchise. I think people forget that he was a defensive end carrying that team last year. A defensive a end. A defensive end carrying that team last it's, year. It's it's ridiculous how uh, how like how much talent is being wasted over there. You got Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Montez Sweat, all really good defensive linemen, yeah, yeah. and they're just wasting line. away. I love yeah. I love Montez Sweat. He's really, Me he's too. A really I, good. He's I am really high good. him. So we all went Eagles. Yeah, I'm going that Eagles. Should be Eagles, unanimous Eagles for sure. And it is um, next. We got my lock of the week. And I know for some Chiefs fans, this seemed like a trap game. We always seem to lose to the Colts when it matters most. But I have the Chiefs over the Colts. We just got news that uh, Darius Leonard is out. Shaq Leonard it will not be playing, and he's one of their best so, players. So their best player yeah, is, is out. Yeah, that's, that's still throwing him off. I can't. Uh, it's, it's still Darius Leonard, but I have to get used to calling him Shaq Leonard. Me too. I, I say Darius, but Darius, Shaq Leonard, whatever, he's out. He's, uh, I believe he's all pro. Yeah. All pro linebacker, very good player. He's not playing. I have the Chiefs, thirty-one uh, thirteen. Book it. I'm not gonna put a score because I think this is gonna either go two ways. I think either the this is a legit trap game mm-hmm. where Matt Ryan finally figures everything out, or this is a just a absolute uh, blowout. But like, yeah. uh, this defense is just just too talented. Even with Shaq Leonard. Without Shaq Leonard, the defense is just it's it's kind of talented. Like I'm not gonna sugarcoat it at all. It is. I mean, deep, now now I'm trying to think. Like the only real <laughs> good player on that team I can think of is DeForest Buckner and maybe, uh, I mean, what's his name? Stephon yeah, Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore's there. Old man Gilmore. Old over man there. Gilmore. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of years ago he was Old good. head. He was deep boy uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Jeez, I forgot about that. Yep. Um. But I'll give me Chiefs. Yeah, dude. Just. It's I have to pick Chiefs just from what I've seen. Cause and I 
It, it's so weird because everyone has this feeling that the Colts are going to give the Chiefs a game. But Dude, it's tell like, me why today. But the Colts have looked so bad and the Chiefs have looked so good. I know. It's today, so weird. Tell me why today. I was literally like, th- I was looking because I knew we were going to have to go over our picks, and I was like, man, Chiefs and Colts, dude. I, I, I could see the Colts winning. That's the only thing. Because yeah, like you said, it's, it's it the too. trap game, right? Yeah. It's like they're so bad. It it makes them like dangerous. But I know, I'm saying the only yeah. the only caveat to that is the Chiefs. The only caveat to the Chiefs uh, prediction there is that if they get too comfortable and they let off the gas too early, that will become a, ga- a trap game. That that's yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna we'll go. go we'll, we'll score like twice and then just act like we're playing a pee wee football team. Yeah, and that's where that's scary. where that's where that gets that that turns into a bad situation. Anyway, we have maybe the worst matchup of the week. It probably is the worst matchup of the week. Texans Bears. Um, this is a weird one for M- me. Man, Keaton, like you said, I think the Texans are a little bit less worse than the Bears. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think so too. I'm, I, gonna, I, I'm gonna have to go Texans personally. I like what I've seen from the Texans. I'm not going to say they're a good team at all. I, I definitely think they're they're creeping outside of the top 20 this next couple of weeks. That's yeah. fair. Look, I, I, on the stat sheet, it doesn't look like much, but I watched that game live because we had a crappy slate last week. Mm-hmm. Damian Pierce is a bell cow back. He deserves to get that ball every single He's play. Good. He is so powerful. He is. He reminds me of Nick Chubb. Dude, there yeah, Nick Chubb. I I totally agree with you right there. That's a very good comparison because Nick Chubb is so powerful when he runs. If you take away, yeah. if you take away, uh, last week they played against the Broncos. You take away Cortland Sutton's uh, big catch uh, later in the game. Derek Stingley had him on on locks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, the Texans are. I just have an overall better young core than the Bears do, and yeah. I, I like their quarterback a little bit better. Davis Mills. Yeah, Davis Mills is good. Davis Mills is he's solid. Is, He's, he's very decent. efficient. Decent. So uh, I don't, I don't know give I me can... Texans. Yeah, I'll take yeah. Texans too. Yeah, Texans for sure. Cool. And then we got, uh, I believe Brock has uh, a d- hot d- take d- on this d- one. D- don't, don't, don't spoil it. Don't okay. spoil it. So uh, do you want to start then? No, you go ahead. Okay. It's Jags Chargers. Um, we saw the Jags beat the Colts <laughs> 24-0 last week. And... Uh, Chargers just lost hardly to the Chiefs. We know Justin Herbert got a little hurt. He's banged up a little bit. Uh, he I believe he's still expe- expected to play. Yep. Okay. I think he is. I think yeah. he's a go. So, he's day-to-day uh, still, though. I'm going to take the Chargers. I don't see the Jags doing anything on that defense. I know their their offense looked good last week, but I think that defense is in a whole other league from the Colts. So, give me L.A. Get, uh, Brock, we'll have you go last just because yours is going to be way more intensive than ours but yeah. um but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say LA just because we saw what Herbert was doing to the Kansas City Chiefs defense the last the last couple minutes of the game with the hurt ribs and I think that I mean if he can do it then when it just happened I think when he comes back he's gonna have no problem lighting that Jags defense up yeah before I go into my reasoning I just want to make it very clear that I am full I, am, I have absolute 100% expectations that I'll be incorrect on this pick. <laughs> okay. But if it does happen, then I'll look a lot mu- a lot smarter than than. Sometimes I, you got to make picks like that. It's a gut pick for me. I'm taking the Jaguars. Here's why. I would love that. <laughs> Justin Herbert's wrong. banged up. We saw what he looked like after he was banged up. You can't tell me he's 100% after the after a, a broken rib cartilage. No, but he was still doing good though. But he he was so, in so much pain. 
Yeah, he was. He can't. You can't. Th- you can't sling passes like that every down and expect him to be a hundred percent continuing through that the game. Um, the run game has not even formulated anything significant so far. For LA, no. No, passing the football. I'm pretty sure Keenan Allen is still questionable. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. Uh, what's his name? Their tight end, Gerald Everett. Huh? Gerald Everett. No other one. Parham. Tall, yeah, six eight. Donald Parham. Donald Parham. He's yeah. questionable. Corey Lindsley, the center, is questionable. Trey Pipkins, questionable. The Chiefs' defensive line, it wasn't. it's not that great. I, I will be the first to admit that the Chiefs' defensive line, defensive line is probably bottom half of the league. Mm-hmm. Um, improving, though, thank God. Improving, but thank God. if they can get home on Justin Herbert with two, those two guys banged up and out, then the Jaguars should have no problem. Josh Allen was great. He had, what did he have, two or three sacks last week? The real Josh Allen. The, re- the real Josh <laughs> Allen. swaggy Allen. And then Josh Trayvon Walker <laughs> play, has played solid so far. I, I have no doubt in my mind those two can get home. The only thing here, it's a gut pick. That's the only reasoning I could really go behind. The defense is really the big issue. Um, offensively, that's where things are going to get matched up because, obviously, in a in a in a ideal situation, the Chargers overpower the Jaguars' offense. Yeah. But... I'm just saying I like what Doug Peterson does. I think his game plan skills are are underrated. So much better than Urban Meyer. Oh Holy. my gosh, yes. He's not out there kicking kickers. Uh, <laughs> and I, flirting with underage women in bars. Yeah, okay. or, or didn't even know who Aaron Donald was. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say that <clears throat> anyway. I think Doug Peterson has an underrated ability to go and get uh, game plans done quickly. Yeah, I mean, we I saw that I, with him in Philly. Trevor Lawrence could very. This could be a game that establishes them as a potential playoff team, if they win. But I'm not expecting them to. I'm just saying this is a gut pick. This is a very bold pick for me this week. I'll have at least one every week, which I do. And this is this is the it for this week. You know, I see like it's bold, but honestly, it's not that bold. It's really not. I mean, like you said, they've. they've if you go and ask anybody it. on the street, okay, if I yeah, have the Jaguars obviously. beating the Chargers, they'll be like, yeah. "What are you smoking?" Yeah, like, yeah. But like, but like, yeah, I mean, come will. on. We we know that the Jaguars are more legitimate than what they're showing to be. Yeah. Or than what they have been in years past. If so. they can get tra- uh, tra- uh, this, could be the game if Travis Etienne just absolutely explodes. It kind of depends. Yeah, it, it it really it really could be. This, that's going to be an interesting one, and I hope you're right because I want the Chargers to lose so bad. But um, uh, NFC West matchup next, Rams-Cardinals, an, a weird one. Because we just saw the Cardinals win. The Rams didn't look great in week one. They just beat the Falcons in week two. Oh, that's tough. This is one that I feel like is going to be a lot closer than what people are going to admit it is. I definitely have Cardinals in this one. I got the Rams, but I'm taking – yeah. I'm, saying, I'm saying that – I mean, you can't stop Cooper Cup. No, you, no, you can't. Byron, but you can also Cooper lose Cup, with no. Cooper Cup having a big game. Like – like I just don't like how the Falcons kind of only lost by four last week to them. Do they have close game? They have close games so far. The Falcons do. They do. Sure. They do. They have two, two of them. And so, uh, oh, man, I just that's why I have to go Cardinals on this one. Give me the toddler. Yeah, I, I. You do don't th- lose by putting your Xbox control on the top <laughs> shelf. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just feel like Matt or Matt Stafford always has good games against the Cardinals. So. I'll take I'll take the Rams, but again in an ugly fashion. Yeah, like I mean, obviously Rams could win this one for me, but right. Yeah, I think it's just one of those. slightly more complete than the Cardinals. Yeah, well, it may be different story when they get D hot back. But. I think it, I think the the this this game comes down to who has overall control the football more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like most games do, but 
some teams that have high explosion offenses don't have to rely on that. But if the Cardinals hold the ball for 20 minutes longer than the Rams do, they're going to win this football game. Yeah, for sure. But I'm still awaiting that Rams rushing attack to come alive, and that's what's going to win them this game if they can figure that out. Yeah, I th- honestly, to me, this is such a a quarterback duel. I, I think it's whoever performs better quarterback-wise is going to win. Yeah, for sure. Um because, I mean, we've seen – because, like, the other – like, last week, Jay, Justin Herbert did a little better than Pat Mahomes, but we still won the game because they made plays on the defensive side. I don't know if that's going to happen here. Uh, I'll still take Rams because I think Matt Stafford's going to have the game, but uh, a weird one. Yeah. Uh, so, next, uh, honestly, should be the primetime game, game of the week, Packers-Bucks. Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. I'm, oh, man. I don't, even, I don't think I can start on this one. Dude, uh <laughs> – I just it's gonna be such a like either a really good game or a really bad game. In favor of who? I that's the I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. That, that's Offensively, this that is, is not gonna be an exciting game. This is gonna be a game that finishes in the teens. Yeah, it's gonna be like sixteen to eighteen or something weird. Yeah, it's gonna be a I, th- I think it's gonna be a boring one. And we're just about to see two old heads yeah, come out there and throw two the ball. old geezers yeah, just net, come out and <laughs> don't leave the pocket. Yeah. They're gonna well, we, we've talked about Tom Brady looking bad. Yeah. Can we say the same for Aaron Rodgers, or do we think he's just warming up like he usually does? Warming up. So that's that's what I'm thinking. Is like I think that Aaron Rodgers definitely has the potential to beat those for Tam- sure. Tampa Bay corners. The Tampa Bay secondary is so overrated, it's not even funny. Like I think they're, I think they're a team that you, you can't sit here and tell me with a straight face that Jamel Dean and Carlton Davis are a top ten cornerback duo. Can, can't tell me that Mike Edwards and and Antoine Winfield Jr. are that that makes up a top five secondary. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's just a- not a Antoine yeah, Winfield is the most over. Like he's so overrated. Like, you just see him but never dislike hear that about dude him so much. Oh, I bet you do. Yeah, I do. I, bet, I know you do. <laughs> I dislike him so much. Yeah, yeah but he, he they did just you guys pretty dirty. He did, which is why I hate him. But uh, he's overrated. So uh, well, I mean, he he's the best defensive player. He's the best. Defensive player in that secondary. Yeah, that's why Winfield is. But uh, the, the Carlton Davis is not is not that great. Jamel Dean is not that great. And then Mike Mike Edwards in the back end is not that great. On the other hand, are the Packers receivers good? Because no. So that's why it's interesting. But th- that's the I had thinking. Lazard actually getting his first thousand year to thousand year thousand yard year this year. Goofy. You the the way the Packers do this is either they suck it up and get the ball to their receivers. Or they lose by trying to get the ball to their running backs too often. Because we know they won't be able to run the ball against the Buccaneers. Yeah. They're right. way too good in the box. Their box is really good. So, yeah, and I, that Packers offense, I think, needs to start running the ball more, but you really can't against well, the Well, they run the ball a lot. It's just they can't. They don't pass the ball True. to their running I mean, last that's week, what I Last week, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones did really Yeah, good. last week they gave the ball to Aaron Jones and uh, – A.J. Dillon, like, 15 times a piece on the ground. Yeah, and it's crazy that your running back is your best pass catcher. And that's something that they can't get away with. And uh, here's – if you haven't told uh, – I mean, you probably couldn't have, but I'm picking the Packers to win this game. Tom Brady is just that, – that offense, they're missing Julio, maybe, I think so. Mike Evans is suspended. Chris Godwin's probably out. That's true. I mean, both quarterbacks are playing with, and they have and his best receiver right now is Cole Beasley. They brought in Cole Beasley. I didn't know that. Did they actually? Yes, they brought in Cole Beasley because they're so desperate at wide receiver right now. The so real goat. So, so he's doing a tour of duty in Green Bay right so now. So this, this is this is what's funny is that <laughs> is that both teams 
are down on wide receiver, but both teams have running backs that could potentially win them the game. But the, yeah. both teams have defenses that can make that stop. That's crazy. It's they're so similar. This Old head man. quarterbacks. This is running backs a, that yeah. you said could win the game. Fournette and Jones could easily yeah. win the game alone. And then with with the Tampa Bay's receiving core minimalized right now, they really are on a similar level. Yeah, to the both Packers. similar similar receiving cores right now. I mean, both solid defenses. Aaron Rodgers would love to have Mike Evans out there on yeah. on his side of the field, but. Um, I, I agree that like it's it's it is a very even matchup, but just because of that Mike Evans factor and the receiver factor, I'm gonna have to go Bucks on. Well, one. I mean, without without uh, Chris Godwin and Julio Jones last week, Tom Brady did nothing. He did nothing. He did nothing. He was able to do nothing. That defense won them the game. Tom Brady was absolutely minimalized against the Saints defense that underperformed in Week One against the the Falcons. That made him look bad. I think a lot of catches were dropped in that game, though. No, yeah, but I mean, like, <sighs> this is tough. Um, I'm taking, I'm taking the Packers. So Packers. He went Bucks. I think I'm just, I think I'm going Bucks just because. Just I don't a know. little bit more skill. They yeah, have. just a little bit. I know they're they're down on receivers and everything, but I still think they're slightly more complete as a team. Well, I think Aaron. I think I think Tom Brady's holding them back. I will be completely honest and say that. And you that. and you could be right, but I still think he's gonna have a decent game and just enough to beat the the Packers because he is Tom Brady. He's always he always does just enough to to win and be yes. annoying. So I'll, I'll I'll take Tom Brady in the Bucks, but it could go either way. Yeah, yeah, that's one of those games. That's a all right fifty fifty ball. Falcons Seahawks Seahawks for me. I I. There's just not a like a lot to like for the Falcons. Yeah, Seahawks. Uh, I'm gonna completely disagree with that. I mean, look. I'm just, okay, look. I'm the biggest Seahawks fan, but after seeing the Falcons only lose the four by the Rams last week, that I mean, they have I kept just, it close to like, the Saints like, too. So, That's fair. So the Falcons scored 27 last week. The Falcons and, scored like didn't they score over 30 week one? Yeah, like like they have they probably playing? they probably have doubled the the points the Seahawks the have had this whole season. Oh yeah, they did. They played the Saints. The Saints yeah. have a really solid defense, and they embarrassed the Saints. Marcus Mariota. No, well, they also sold the game, but yes. They always sell the game. They did sell the game, double-digit lead. Uh, man, I'm sorry, Seahawks. I love you, but Are you me, picking give me the Falcons. Falcons. I'm wow. picking the Falcons. Look, give me Falcons, dude. It, it, this will be a— I'm trying to be as unbiased <sighs> as I can be. This is—let this, me let me say this. Whoa. Everyone's going to think this is going to be a close game because these are two bad teams, but if the Falcons start using whoa, Kyle, whoa, Pitts, whoa, whoa. Yeah, Kyle Pitts, this will be a blowout. That I did not expect that from you, Jay. <laughs> I know you didn't, and I I didn't either, bro. But takes I, a man. Look, that takes a yes, man, dude. I've just been thinking about it. Like we physically have not we we haven't scored as much as them. That's true. Their their offense has looked better. Their defense is bad. Yeah. I mean they they're letting teams score so much on them. So so I, I kind of do have that to kind of hope and pray on that that Gino finds that little mm-hmm. that little rhythm. But I mean. Yeah, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be I mean, real. I'm gonna go Falcons. For as bad as the names look on paper, their offense has been solid. True. Uh, their defense is bad. It it is. I'll take the Seahawks, and I think DK Metcalf is gonna have a really good game. I think he's gonna he could he could win them the game. Dude, that is one I hope I'm wrong on. Yeah, I'll I'll take the Seahawks. You guys both have Falcons. So we got two more here. Uh, both Sunday night game or no? Excuse me, Sunday into Monday night. Um, 49ers Broncos. This is a an interesting one. Now the Broncos are one and one. They haven't looked good against uh, two teams that are 
not that good. The Texans and the who else did they play? The Seahawks, duh. Yeah. And then the Niners lost to the Bears, looked really bad, and then just beat the brakes off of the Seahawks. So, who for me, I think I'm gonna go. Oh man, this is tough. Yeah, for sure it is. These teams are on similar levels. I don't know. Well, the 49ers are—I feel like the 49ers have the potential to win this game for sure. Yeah. But it's really up to what happens. Either the 49ers do 49er things. Yeah. And they use Debo Samuel and just play good defense. And that's typical. That's typical. Mm -hmm. However, Russell Wilson has the potential to take over this game. If he does, he that's do- a big if. He does. He does have the potential, which is why I'm still I still put the Broncos so high in my power rankings because I think he can take over games. He's still he's still a solid quarterback, no matter how you sp- uh, slice yeah. it up. He can be an elite quarterback if the coach lets him. Yeah, and, and I think and I think that that'll just be everyone in Denver saying let Russ cook, except Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, exactly. Except the coach who paid two hundred forty million. So. I'm going to pick Broncos. I, I think th- that this is I a game where he turns it around. I yeah. don't really give a whole lot of information, but give me 49ers. Okay. Okay. That's that is it's 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 this is the game I'm most on the fence on this week. Yeah. Me too. It, it's it's really evenly matched, which <clears throat> is fun. Uh, I think Russ Russ gets it done over Jimmy G, which is a lot of evenly matched. Uh, there is a lot of evenly week. matched. They're not the most entertaining games in the world, but no, yeah, ev- yeah but evenly, they're evenly matched. Evenly matched can can lead up to a good I'd game. I'd much rather watch an evenly matched game than a forty-one to seven blowout. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I'll take Broncos. So we got two Broncos and a Niners, and then to end off this week's predictions, we have the Cowboys and the Giants on Monday Night Football. Cowboys are in prime time again. Jeez. This is a fun one. Give me Giants going 3-0. You know what? I might have to agree. I'm going to be the loner here. I'm going with the Cowboys. I honestly think oh, this that... This is tough. I might change to Cowboys. Don't change it. Stand on principle. No. I like being All a right. loner. Screw it. Screw it. Giants 3-0. Let's go, Dan- Danny Dimes. Let's go, Danny Dimes. In my honest opinion, I think the Giants, offen- the, the Giants defense has been great. But uh, knowing Micah Parsons, he will... Feast. Oh, I picked the Cowboys on my other show. Dude, I would just love to see a play action. <laughs> okay, I might have to say Cowboys. But. I, I would love to see a play action. Micah Parsons gets through that O-line. Saquon Barkley hits the helmet off Micah Parsons. Danny Dimes wow. throws a touchdown to uh, Kadarius Tony, And um, <laughs> that would be a great, great start to that game. What Imagine a, that happens. What a play. Yeah. If that happens. <laughs> uh, no, I, I picked the Cowboys just because I think that, I mean, I'm not going to adore him, but Cooper Rush played good last week. He did. Despite the circumstances. uh, The caveat. The caveat of this game is whether or not the Cowboys know how to use their play call to maximize the potential of both Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. Week one, uh, Ezekiel Elliott played really well. They didn't use use him at all. That's why they lost that game. They used him in rushing situations. They didn't give him the ball anymore. Tony Pollard, they just they leaned on too much, and he didn't do anything. Week two was the exact opposite. Tony Pollard played excellent, and Zeke Elliott struggled, but they keep they kept feeding Zeke. You got to make up your mind. If one of the running backs is playing better than the other, play the running back that's playing better. That's yeah. Um, Especially but, when your quarterback's out. Yeah. Well, yeah, but Cooper Rush can definitely manage these games. I'm, I, the the Giants have a talented defense, 
But I, I trust the Cowboys defense and Micah Parsons, the best player in the defensive, uh, the best defensive player in the league right now, to win this game. So give me Cowboys going two and one. Okay, I mean, I respect it. I definitely don't think yeah. it'll be a freaking blowout. I, I no, it's gonna be a very close game. Yeah. 100%. I picked the Cowboys on my other show, but I don't. I I guess I'll keep my uh, I'll keep my t- my take separate. It's whatever I'm feeling in the moment for each show. So I'm gonna go. I'll go Giants. Don't um, don't flip your record next week. Keep your record the same for this show. No, I will. I will. If if uh, if the Giants lose, I'll I'll add an L to my to my uh, <laughs> to my win total here. But yeah, give me a give me Giants. Okay. That would be that would be so fun, wouldn't it? If the Giants start three and zero, and like, that's that's and that's the good and coach. the Bengals are like zero and three if they lose. Wouldn't Imagine it? selling somebody back, that back in like July. That's how the NFL yeah. is going. I mean, or, or last Mar- year, like March, like after the Bengals lost the Super Bowl, you tell a Bengals fan you, your team starts zero and three, and the New York Giants start three and zero. Yeah, like, they're, like, they, they're, they're going to be like, yeah. what? The? Yeah, Daniel Jones is three and zero. Yeah, with a new quarterback and. Well, I mean, if you told a Bengals fan at the beginning of last season that y'all were gonna go, uh, that y'all were gonna go um, win the Super Bowl, like that's just yeah. It's this is why I love the NFL so much. It's professionals playing professionals, and anything can happen. They always say yes. any given Sunday, and it's it's really true. Bengals projected record last year was two and fifteen. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm kind of relieved though because the Bengals, their their Twitter fan base was the most annoying of the off season. Was a, a million times <laughs> they were just sitting there like, pray, not praying, but they were they were worshiping that team and they're just saying they're the best team in the NFL. A lot of people were kind of piggybacking off of that, and now they after the first two weeks they're being brought brought back down to earth. It's yeah. As a Chiefs fan, I'm relieved. I to was see, really happy to like, see it. As an analyst, I, it's it makes me feel sorry for them, but it's kind of relieved. Like you get what you paid for. Exactly. You you, you asked for this to happen. You guys you guys went to the Super Bowl and then talked so much trash on the rest of the AFC. You you had it coming. And now they're in a hole. Like can they get out of a t- an zero and two hole with teams like? Yeah. The team, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Bills. Buffalo Bills, and the possibly the Dolphins, the Chargers, yeah, Ravens, Ravens. That's I, that's a lot of that's, that's to make five up. teams that I can name right there that are better than the Bengals. Yeah, and there's seven playoff spots. Exactly, and teams like the Colts or who knows the Titans could turn it around too. So you never really know. It's it's really up. In Browns. Oh uh, yeah, that, that's why I was so excited about this season, man. Yeah, um, I mean like, yeah, it's just, it's just so fun. So. Recap of the segment, the Giants are starting 3-0. Anyway, that's pretty much all the time we have now. This is week. This is our second show. Next week will be our third show going into week three. I'm Keaton Smith. Alongside me was Brock Kruske. Uh, across from him was Draven Bridgman, and this has been the whole nine yards. Thank you guys for listening. And now back to KZLX. See you.